Come join Libby and Molly, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we talk about all things consignment. Hey, y'all. Welcome to episode 98 of Consignment Chats. Libby, how you doing today? Great. Good. Today, we are going to talk about something uber, uber important. We've done some other episodes, smaller episodes based on this, but it is about reseller mental health. It's been a big topic among resellers. It is uber important for us. Um, We know certain things that help with that. And yet we still have our moments that we struggle, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And people have really responded to us doing our new Get Real series uh, all about mental health, things that we are struggling with, things we have overcome, um, just just different things that happen in the life of a reseller that are probably pretty unique to this community. Probably yeah. pretty unique to this community. So I, I'm excited to to bring some of this to the forefront and uh, you guys listen up and uh, hopefully we help at least one person. Right? I think so. That's the goal. I think so. Um, yeah, I know with the Get Real series we've talked about and, and we're making it real. Like we're not, pre-scripting it's really if one of us has a struggle we'll text the other and say okay we got to talk about this because I'm really struggling with this so so that it is very authentic and I think that that means most to resellers because and you know I mean we're we're working the same job you're working so when we struggle with feeling alone um, which I think is a huge thing that we fought with that we struggle with because the majority of us work alone from home. And that can be very lonely. I mean, there are times where I have a spouse who gets involved and helps, but, you know, during the week he works his normal job, he's gone. So when he's home on the weekends or evenings and wants to be a part of it, it is, it gives me a little boost, but all day long when you're home by yourself, it can be, if you're not in the right headspace, it can really suck you dry, can it? Yeah. I mean, I have one coworker and Molly, I'm going to, you can pop up a picture of that. I have my coworker um, and uh, he's my little furry friend. Uh, He, yeah. So (laughs) I get, I, I get, I get it. I get it. I get working by yourself. I mean, I'm lucky that I can text you. Most of the time we're too busy to, you know, stop and, kind of reassess and and do all this so we're doing right. it for you guys with you guys for each other as well right so yeah right yeah and I think so a lot of things are lonely times the importance of community I mean and we discussed a lot about community at Boss Reseller Remix we've talked about it a lot in a, many of our episodes um, both our businesses both your your consignment business, Kanji Consignment, and, you know, really, I'm missing a word, y'all. I haven't had all my coffee yet, largely. I'm going to make up a word. But most importantly, (laughs) consignment chats, I mean, the basis of that is community um, because Mm -hmm. we need it. We need it. And it's not just, not for selfish reasons, but it's also, I think, very wonderful and fulfilling to support others in the business and to hear from them and see their successes and get their advice. And it just kind of gives you a little, okay, I'm not in this alone, you know? 
Yeah. And I said for years, I didn't have a community. Um, we were in the storefront. I was too busy. I was really not on social media. You did uh, the majority of the social media work. So like, I, I didn't even know a community existed. Mm-hmm. And I was a couple years into my online reselling before I even realized there were, you know, people out there doing what I was doing because I would always, I would always look and talk to people in real life in person. And I, you know, I just wasn't making those connections right. uh, because, you know, nobody in my, you know, immediate community did what I did. Like I had nobody to really talk about it with or to say, hey, you know, I'm I'm struggling with this or, hey, this is really successful. You know, maybe you want to try this because I think the give and the take, right? So like I like, you know, it's great when you have a problem and you want a solution, but it's also great when you have something that's really working. Uh, nothing feels better than sharing it with somebody else and giving somebody else a leg up. And totally, I was missing, I was missing that. And when I found community, and when I found other resellers online, it it just changed my life for the better. And I, I'm just so grateful that it happened the way it did. I only wish I found it sooner. Yeah. And, and I hope yeah. there are others that find a community, whether it's ours or not, because I think about yeah. how many people we even have met over time who were like, I, I never had anything like this. I felt so alone. I don't know. Um, I didn't know where to go, where to get that. So mm-hmm. you know, that's why we're trying to get our community out there so that others can come in and feel apart and not feel lost because we all know what that feeling is. And you don't want to think of others feeling that way. You know, I don't, I don't like that at all. I mean, we met some people at boss who were like, what you do, what, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, yeah, so we want to make And sure I keep thinking that. of when they did the panel with um that Stuart was on and there was Laura and Laura on the panel talked a lot about, you know, her her mental health and putting herself first and and just, you know, really you know, overcome like taking care of herself first. And I think sometimes we're so busy, we're so into the hustle. It's such a demanding business that that we don't do that. And I think I really heard her. She spoke to me like she spoke to me because I do not, I am not good at that. That is something I struggle with. Like I get caught up in the busyness and I do not take care of myself as well as I should. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I would be surprised if everybody can't relate to that. I mean, I really would be surprised Mm -hmm. because you get into all of this and Sometimes for me, when I get a break, I'm like, oh, I just got to lie down for a minute. And I really need to be doing, I'm not, not that lying down is bad. Don't get me wrong, because sometimes your body does need a break. And my mm-hmm. body does tell me when it needs a break. But, <laughs> you know, also getting out and taking a walk around the block and just getting some fresh air, um, you know, yeah. things like that. Read a book, listen to your favorite, um, I'm going to say album. <laughs> Because we got <laughs> now, but you know, listen to some of your favorite music. Do those things that pick you up. If you're a, you know, do a few yoga poses. If you're a yogi, and I mean, there's certain things you can come up that you love to do that give you that pick me up. If you are starting to, you know, feel like you need to do something for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and one of the things this is this is going to sound a little nutty, but. Uh-oh. I guess it has to do with my upbringing. Like we're just hustlers in my family, right? We we work, 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 work. I feel like sometimes I need somebody to give me permission to take a break. 
Like, I feel like it's not okay. It's not okay. It's almost like a disease. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, you need to take a break. And that is that is a mental struggle that I deal with. And sometimes I'll hop into our consignment chats community, our community on Facebook, and just, you know, say, hey, you know, don't forget to take care of yourself, take a break, and somebody will chime in. And then that gives me the permission. I mean, I should be able to do this on my own, but for, right, I'm struggling with it. So I need help. So I hop into the community and I, you know, put that out there and yeah. it serves as a reminder for others. And, uh, but it's kind of selfish because a lot of it's for me because I need permission to take a break. Take a break. But in reality, yeah. you don't. But then we we love to play the guilt game with ourselves where when mm. you do have time like that, then you feel guilty because all of a sudden you realize you didn't get X, Y, and Z done and you really wanted to get X, Y, and Z done. And um, and then you beat, then you, by you, I mean me, I don't know. I mean, everybody's different, but then you beat yourself up mm. You just yeah. because you didn't get done what in your mind you wanted to get done. And that goes back to the discussion we had about setting goals, making them realistic realistic i think we need a whole series on realistic goals realistic because i am i am the best at making a to-do list a mile long in the morning and going okay i'm gonna and then libby will be like let's talk about your list again I just like, that's the, that's not something that I don't struggle with setting realistic goals. But so when I see somebody else setting unrealistic goals, it really kills me because I see, I just see you setting, I'm going to say you, but in reality, different people that we work with um, or we consult with set unrealistic goals. And what I see is you're setting yourself up for failure, disappointment, guilt, being hard on yourself. I mean, it's okay to set a, like set a realistic goal and then you can set a stretch goal. Yeah. Right. A stretch goal is good. And maybe that is a little bit unrealistic or you really have to push yourself to get there, but your goal should be a hundred percent realistic because you are just setting yourself up for disaster, like mental disaster there. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And you are good about that. You're good about calling me out on that, which is good because I need somebody to call me out on that because I get to going and I want to get it all on paper and all organized. And then I look at it and I'm like, holy moly, you know. Yeah, because nothing breaks my heart so much as seeing you work so hard in the course of a day and end that day feeling like a failure. And that's what happens when we set unrealistic goals for ourselves. Yeah. Right. It breaks my heart when I it breaks my heart when I see that because you know, you know you're working as hard as you can you can. I know you're working as hard as you can. And you really had an awesome, productive, incredible day, and you feel like a failure. It ah. takes me back to our episode, Sorry. and I wish I remembered <laughs> what episode um with Holly Davis. Yes. Journey Um, Well Coaching. Yes. yes, Journey Well Coaching. And she, I worked with her one-on-one before Mm. bringing her in. And the one thing she had me do was, and I, and I forget it. I mean, you really, as you know, with any of these kind of habits, you really have to train your brain to be that way. But I was doing it for a while. I need to start doing it again, but to train, retrain my thinking of success 
So if I say that within this oh, hour, I'm going to work on getting listings up and I want to get 10 listings up, but that hour's up and I got to go do record an episode and I got eight listings up, I feel like a failure, right? So her mm -hmm. thought was, you know, she would talk to me, how do you feel? Well, I feel horrible. I feel like I didn't complete it. I feel like I, you know, I'm not fast enough. And she's like, all right, but what if you rethink, did you do the best you could do for that whole hour? Yes, I did then it was a successful hour. If yeah. you did not pick up your phone and game, call a friend and chat, you know, read a book in between, and you worked that entire hour on doing those listings, that was a successful hour. Retrain your brain to think of what success means. Quit making it that you're checking every single thing off your list, but that you are productively striving towards success each mm -hmm block you have in your time. And yeah. that was really meaningful for me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, I think that's, I, that would be helpful for anyone. Yeah. That would be helpful for anyone. All right. I'm going to, can I have my soapbox? Can you hand All me right, over before, my soapbox? Before I oh, give God. you your soapbox, I have to say yeah. <laughs> we are doing this immersion background because it makes us look like we're side by side together. And I keep laughing because Libby goes from Libby to Marge Simpson. Every time she moves, she looks like <laughs> because her hair is up in a bun and it's cracking me up. I go to, I'm talking to Libby and now I'm talking to Marge. Oh or my gosh. I'm Mr. Heat Miser. Yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> anyway, Molly chose the background, guys. I did. <laughs> I did. All right. You want that's all right. Box? I don't mind looking a fool. I don't mind looking a fool. You want um, a box? Yeah. So, all right. Let's get real about multitasking. Okay. Oh my gosh. There is no such thing. Research shows us there is no such thing as multitasking. I have such a hard time with this when you say this. I there is so no such time. thing as multitasking. So you were just talking about like your hour time chunk, right? Mm -hmm. And just working as hard as you can in that hour, whatever, right. whatever your time frame is. And all of the things that you said were, would be considered multitasking, right? If you stop to answer an email, if you stop, like every time you stop and start, like even if you think you're doing two things at once, like your brain, you lose efficiency. Your brain stops, starts, bup, 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 bup. and yeah. So I think that really taking a look at if you are multitasking, if you can break it down into a small time chunk and just concentrate on one task is really, really an amazing way to structure your day. I can't do repetitive tasks. Okay. I, I'm not good at it. I lose focus. I, I'm not good at repetitive tasks. My brain. Yeah. So, but I can do a repetitive task for 25 minutes. So I'll time myself and, and just have at it for 25. I know I can do that. Now, do and you I'm go back to task. it later in the day after you break it up with? Yeah, other yeah, yeah. I just, I just mix it. You know, I just mix it up, and uh, yeah. But I challenge anyone out there that thinks they are an insanely good multitasker to just try small segments of concentrating on one thing for a period of time. So let me ask you this, because I do have more time with this, because I do like to multitask. I guess if what you're saying is, if you really think about the tasks that you're multiplying at one time, yeah, one of them is missing out. 
I mean, that would be my guess of what that means. You can't truly give 100% of your focus and effort to multiple things at one time. Is that what they're saying? Yeah, you cannot. You cannot. What your brain is actually doing is it's switching back and forth between those things. And when you switch back and forth between those things, let's say you're trying to work, let's say you're just doing, um, you're doing three tasks at the same time. You're answering emails, you're creating a listing, um, and you are talking on the phone, right? You're doing three things at the same time. What your brain is actually doing is switching those things to the forefront one at a time. So you're not actually multitasking. Okay. And that switch creates an inefficiency. Okay. All right. right. Every time you have to switch. So let's say if you're doing those three tasks and you had the same amount of work, let's say those tasks might take you three hours if you were multitasking. If you took them in time blocks of, let's say, half an hour, you might be done in an hour and a half if you gave that one thing all of your focus for 30 minutes instead of trying to do three tasks at once over the course of three hours. So, all right, if anybody wants to accept my challenge, put it in the comments. I want to hear your feedback. Should you take this soapbox away from me or is it truth? I honestly believe it's truth and the research supports it. Here's the other thing I want you to put in the comments. If you are a known multitasker, I would love for you to drop in the comments. If you try this or when you're multitasking, stop at the end and think about what each task in the end, what you accomplished from it. And did one miss out because the other took precedence? Yeah. I really want to hear that. Like this is because every time you said that, I've gone, no, I don't like that. (laughs) I disagree. I think there is going to be some major pushback from our multitaskers out there. And I disagree. But now that you've got me even thinking about it more, I realize that, yeah, you really can't equally. It's just like your eyes, your sight, you know, one sees differently than the other with your eyes, but to get, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I, I hope that's making sense. One's getting more than the other. They don't go exact. Right. So right. you're giving and one. And it, a lot of it goes back to uh, what we, with our book club, how we did the uh, Christy Wright book, Take Back Your Time. Uh, you know, be where your feet are. Be 100% focused on what you are doing in that moment. And I've and really tried that. that, especially where family is concerned. Mm-hmm. I've really tried to do that. Like if Nick asks me a question or Cal calls or it's, I really try to just put everything away and focus on that conversation because it really hit me when she talked about in the book, you know, the message that you're sending your loved ones, if they're talking to you, but the whole time you're doing this, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. this is more important than me looking you in the eye and and I don't ever want to do that to people ever. Yeah. So I think the one rule, I think it was in that book, but I think she quoted it from somebody else was if somebody enters the room, they automatically take priority. Like you put your phone down, like your phone should never take priority. If you're in the room with, I'm not talking about work, but talking right. about life in general, like if somebody is in the room, they, your phone should never take precedence. Like that human always, you put down your phone, you interact with that person, you, you know, yeah. yeah. I, think I don't know. That was a quick and easy one. I just kept in my mind, like, because yeah. I, you know, as resellers and having an online business, easy to just pick up your, you know what I mean? You're talking to somebody, oh, you have a sale or you have a question and it's easy to pick that up, but it's also equally as easy to just, 
you know, put your phone aside. Right. Sure. Sure. Or a magazine or whatever else you're doing. Right. And I try to tell myself work wise too. I mean, if you get a ding and a notification that somebody's asked you a question on Poshmark or asked you a question on eBay and I'm in the middle of a conversation, I, I remind myself whether I answer that person now or 30 minutes from now, they're still going to get the answer. They're not timing it. They don't expect me to, most people don't expect to hear from somebody right away. If you do, then you, you need to reach, think your expectations of people, you know, but when (laughs) I send somebody an email or a text, or I don't expect an immediate answer, if I get it, great, but I don't expect it. Now, if I don't, I text several things and don't hear for a while, then I might be calling going, are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I did with you last week yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you had your do not disturb on. Are you okay? <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot to take the do not disturb off. I'm sorry. All is well. But, you know, you have to think that through that it's not worth picking it up if it can wait. The only thing to me that can't wait is a pure emergency. I go back to that when my son was small and I would say to him, if I'm in the middle of doing this meeting, do not interrupt me. Unless you're bleeding, something's on fire, you know, (laughs) it's kind of the same thing in reverse. If I am having time with him, nothing should interrupt my focus on him or my husband, unless somebody's bleeding, there's a fire, you know, it should, the same thing should go both ways. Yeah. That respect should go both ways. Definitely. That's, that's interesting. I hadn't thought of it quite like that. Mm -hmm. Wow. Very real. Um, All right. So our community, I just want to read a podcast review we got. It says, can't wait to share this with a friend who is new to the reselling world. They will find this to be very helpful. So yeah, isn't that great? So which episode was that? Do you remember? So it's not on the episode. It's just an oh. Apple podcast review. So if you guys haven't reviewed us, if you could take, uh, you know, a minute, the support that provides um, to us and getting the word out there and bumping us up in search is invaluable. It's probably yes. more valuable than any donation, anything else you can do. Uh, if you listen to us, just even if it's not on Apple podcast, just go on. Um, put a review in there. If you want to put your business name or you'd like a shout out, we'd be happy to shout you out on, on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the one thing I learned at um, boss that I didn't know, and now I'm like really crazy about trying to tell people this so that I, and I don't do it to other people because I used to do it all the time. When you're watching somebody's YouTube video, if you don't watch it to the end, it actually hurts them. Like I never knew that. Did you know that? I did. I had no idea. I should have shared that with you. Oh my gosh, because I watch people's videos and then I'll get up and go do something, cut it off and go. Now I just turn the volume down and leave it running till the end if I've got to go do something else because I don't want (laughs) to. I had no idea. No idea. Who knew? Who knew? Crazy. (laughs) One of the things you learn from community, right? Uh, Yeah. This is why we have each other so we can constantly learn from each other. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we have our free private Facebook community, right? We people come in there, we talk about all sorts of things. And then, you know, we're doing our get real series that hopefully if you have a topic you are interested in uh, for the get real series, or you want to hear about something that maybe we struggle with and how we handle it, you know, leave a comment. 
hop into the free private community. Um, let us let us know what that is, because yeah. we're going to touch on the things that, that are at the forefront of our minds. Right. And uh, yeah, I think it'll, I think that'll be good. And then we also have uh, Patreon. Yes. So for those of you that don't know what Patreon is, um, it is people can do whatever they want with it, but it is a way for you to support us and us to support you. So what we do with our Patreon is we offer we offer monthly coaching. You can hop in there. Um, that's the highest level. You can hop in there. You can get a monthly call with Molly and I, where we can talk about building a mission statement, help you with your branding, help your business flow. Like there's all sorts of things we can do. Whatever there. your needs may be. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other two levels and the low one, the lowest one starts at $5 a month. Um, you just hop in there and we do a monthly Zoom call, which is my favorite, favorite, favorite day of the month. Hour of the month because what happens in that half hour is we hold each other accountable we set goals we talk about whatever whatever we need to we talk and there's a reason there's a reason we do it separately on patreon is because you are free to talk about your numbers it is it's private um recorded you know we don't like to put our numbers out there or anything like that i just i just don't think it's appropriate for what we do um you know so if you're struggling you know, with numbers, you can, you can put your numbers out there. It's not recorded. You can just, you know, throw it out there to the group, see what everybody thinks and, and just be really raw, real, and um, get some support and help you need with your business and also offer some support and help. Yeah. So it's been, it's been my favorite. It's been absolutely my favorite thing is. I agree. uh, I love it too. Yeah. I mean, I love the community, but just the fact of not having to, uh, be so careful, let's say, with with what we say, yeah, um, or just put numbers out there and you know see what people think. Yeah. I I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that. I enjoy it. I think it's so much fun, and we get to know. And you have your accountability bell. Are people allowed to know about that? They have to know more about that bell if they come into Patreon. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of part of our fraternity. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. So that that's great. That's great because our content is free. It'll always. It, I mean, we anticipate it'll always be free. Um, this is just a little extra that helps. Um, that allows us to support you and you to support us, and you know, keep the lights on here at C Chats yeah. yeah. uh, because it is you know expensive to run a podcast and it's a huge time investment. So yeah. So every little bit helps. Every All right, Libby. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say until next time, because I think we've covered a lot mental health wise. I know we have a lot more that's going to come up with this that we're going to add in. So I'm going to say until next time, my friend. Yeah. Check out the, check out the, uh, playlist, the get real playlist. Uh, cause you're not going to want to, you're not going to want to miss that. Honestly, if you subscribe, hit the notification bell, you should get a pop-up when we post a new one. Uh, and if you are really interested in that, so yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. I was right, feeling better friend. already. Right. I know that was, yeah. that was, yeah, good. <laughs> Oops. Cheers. I'm trying to get my mug oh, in. Look, this is funny. We can't Cheers. get our things. There we go. Cheers. <laughs> I really want it to sit on the counter. If you're listening on iPod on, um, podcast you got to zoom on over to i to to youtube and look at this crazy immersion background you can meet marge (laughs) aka libby yeah 
All right. And you get to see my helper. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, y'all. Bye. Thanks for joining Libby and Molly, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Find all the ways to connect with us at consignmentchats.com. Episodes are available on YouTube and anywhere you get your podcasts. In addition, you can find us on Facebook in our Consignment Chats community. Until next time. Thanks for joining Libby and Molly, the ladies of Consignment Chats. To find out more and keep chatting, find Consignment Chats on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and podcast. As always, you can find all of this information at consignmentchats.com. Thanks for joining us.